Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 121. Are you being too nice to yourself? Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. (laughs) Just fantastic. It's been, I don't know, two weeks since the kids have been back in school and I'm recording my podcast from my home office, which I absolutely love. I have this little white, um, it's like a little white birch tree that doesn't have any leaves around it or anything and it's fake and it has these little fairy lights on it. We had it for Christmas and it's so lovely and it illuminates like magic lights, I call them. Um, So I put it in the corner of my office and the house is quiet and I've got fresh flowers around. I got the most beautiful flower bouquets for my birthday and from my coach. I've got a new painting from my aunt called Feminine Power that I've added to my little like badass feminine art gallery that I have in my office. Um, I have a pink velvet couch in here. Y'all, it's pretty nice. I gotta say I designed it exactly how I wanted to spend most of my timing. Cause I thought I would be in here like, you know, eight to 10 hours a day. And, um, you know, then the pandemic happened and the kids were home <laughs> for the past year and 14, 14 months, I think. So I ended up renting an office outside of the house temporarily because I just couldn't be interrupted anymore. Like when I would record podcasts or videos or have coaching calls, like all this noise and commotion was going right outside my door. And I decided to rent an office for a little bit, but now they're back in school. So I'm back in my home office and I freaking love it. All right. So today's topic is, are you being too nice to yourself? (laughs) So I teach you all that when you overdrink, you shouldn't be hard on yourself. So like shaming yourself for overdrinking really only causes you to drink more. And I've demonstrated this several times to you on the podcast and If you're on my email list, you get emails from me. And if you're not on my email list, you should really get on there. Go over to AngelaMasenic.com and a little pop-up will appear on your screen and enter your email address in there. And I'll send you my top three most downloaded podcast episodes. And then you'll be on my email list. And right now I'm doing this really fun thing where I'm writing new content and it's only going out to my email list um, for the next month. So you definitely want to be on there for all the latest wisdom and as an email subscriber, you get insider information to when I'm having free classes, any programs I'm offering, any free coaching that you can get from me, all the fun things. So you should definitely be on my email list if you're not. So go over there, angelamasenic.com, and you'll see a pop-up, enter your email address, and then you'll be good to go. But anyway, I write about this all the time, about how shaming yourself when you overdrink is not a solution to stopping overdrinking. And I think that you all can see that truth <laughs> because if you're still over drinking and you're hard on yourself, well, it's not working. Okay. So let me just give you an example. So your brain after you overdrink might say things like, Oh, why do I keep doing this? What is wrong with me? I said, I wouldn't drink. 
when am I ever going to do what I say? No matter what I keep, no matter what I do, I keep doing this. And when you think this way, guess what you feel like? You feel terrible. You feel like a sack of shit on a hot summer day. (laughs) You feel shame, right? And then what typically happens? You probably overdrink. You avoid figuring out why you overdrink because your brain is like in such shame mode. It literally shuts down. Then you might eat extra crappy food. And then by 5 p.m. your brain's like, I could use a drink. And then, yep, right back in that old cycle that you want to break, right? So being hard on yourself doesn't work. Now, you might have had some willpower or able to take a few days off or even a month or gone, you know, longer times without drinking, but you still haven't figured out why you're over drinking from that shameful place. Okay. And what I want to warn you to pay attention to is thoughts like this. So I tell you, right, we shouldn't shame ourselves. So a lot of you adapt that philosophy, right? And you're like, I'm not going to be hard on myself. Okay. And then you come back to me with thoughts like this. I'm too compassionate with myself and I'm allowing myself too many excuses to drink. Okay. And this is, I want to dive into this there because there is sort of a fine balance, right? You don't want to shame yourself, but you also don't want to like swipe it under the rug and be like, oh, I said I wasn't going to be hard on myself. And then you move on, (laughs) right? There's a, there's a nice balance that you want to find in there. And I hope that you can find that in this podcast episode today. But back to this thought, like I'm too compassionate with myself and allow myself too many excuses to drink. And I just want to poke some holes in that. So this is why that thought really isn't true. First of all, compassion is a feeling that feels really good. It typically drives actions like slowing down, pausing, checking in with yourself, not judging yourself. You know, if it makes you feel open and accepting, right? Compassion isn't generally a feeling that drives us to want to drink alcohol to feel better, okay? So being too nice to yourself or being too compassionate with yourself really isn't a thing. There is no such thing as being too nice or too compassionate. You're just nice or compassionate and like the two thing just needs to be dropped, okay? Being nice to yourself doesn't look like excuses, Okay, that's actually not being nice to yourself when you're having a hard day and you're feeling stressed or worried or sad or exhausted and you think I'm going to be easy on myself and not be too strict and I'm going to allow myself to have a drink. That is not compassion. That is not being nice to yourself. Okay, I would almost argue that it's the opposite. Being nice to yourself is checking in with yourself in that moment. In that moment, you have this idea like, oh, It's been a hard day. I just want to take it easy. I don't want to be too hard on myself. I don't want to be too strict. I just want to give myself a break. You want to check in with yourself right there. Okay. Being nice to yourself is checking in with yourself and asking yourself, what's wrong? How are you feeling? What do you really want? Like you were talking to a small child or somebody you really cared about. Okay. That's being compassionate towards yourself. That's being nice to yourself. Being nice and compassionate with yourself is allowing your feelings to be present, not numbing them with alcohol or food. You guys following me here? So what is happening when you have thoughts like, I just need to relax and not be so rigid because you might be feeling bad in your day and then you drink is really you're rejecting yourself and how you feel. You're rejecting the human experience that you are in and the current emotions that you are feeling at that time. 
And you're basically telling your brain that I hate feeling this way. And the only way out is to numb it. These aren't usually our conscious thoughts, but that's basically what's happening. When you have a feeling you don't like, and you're trying to be easier on yourself, right? And then you're like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be hard and strict. And you know, I'm going to allow myself to have this drink. You're rejecting yourself here. Again, not compassionate, not loving, not kind. Okay. And when I say this, I don't want you to feel bad if you've done this before. Don't start beating yourself up if you've done this, right? I just want you to be aware of the types of thoughts and like the mix, the fine mix, that balance where you want to be of not shaming yourself and not also just sweeping it under the rug. Okay. So from compassion for yourself and choosing compassion, if you overdrink or better yet, I like to tap into curiosity when people overdrink or suggest that you do that or overeat. Those types of emotions will open you up to figuring out why you did it. And it will help you pause and check in with yourself when you do want to drink more or on a day you didn't plan to. There's no such thing. I'm shaking my head at you and waving my fingers. <laughs> There's no such thing as compassion or ni- like too much compassion or niceness when it comes to stopping over drinking and healing your relationship with alcohol. It just does not exist. There is no too muchness there. The more love and compassion and curiosity and understanding that you can find around your relationship with alcohol and how you've used it in the past, how you are using it currently, that will help you heal your relationship with alcohol and trust yourself that when you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it or that you're dedicated to figuring it out. Okay. So you want to find the compassion and the niceness and the love like it's your job, especially if you are committed right now to stopping over drinking. If you're inside my program, (laughs) you want to make this your work, right? Like shaming yourself, but then saying, I don't want to be too hard on myself or too easy on myself aren't the only two options. I hope that comes through here. There is a fine balance in the middle. So definitely don't shame because that's going to lead to more drinking. And then the idea that we're not, we're being too nice to ourselves isn't really true. There is no such thing as being too nice. You should always be nice to yourself. The more nice things that you can do for yourself and treat yourself with respect and dignity and trust will always serve you and all of the people around you. (laughs) Now I'm circling my hands in a big circle. All of the people around you, all of your relationships around you, everything that you touch, if you approach yourself and dedicate yourself to being nice to yourself and compassion with yourself and loving and trusting yourself, That will always eke out of you and show up in the rest of the areas of your life. So it's not selfish to do that either. Okay. There's no such thing as too much compassion or niceness when it comes to stopping over drinking and healing that relationship between yourself and alcohol. Okay. Sending you all the love and compassion I possibly can. And I want to invite you guys to a couple things. So right now I'm uh, opening up a registration for my free masterclass called it's not about the alcohol where I teach you and get, help you get aware of the root of why you're over drinking and help you fix that so that it becomes more of a permanent solution. And we take the focus less on not drinking, moderating all the things right to why you're drinking in the first place and identifying those areas and helping you see how you can fix it. Okay. So there's a link in the show notes for you to sign up for that class. I've got two times next week, uh, midday and late afternoon. It will be recorded. 
So don't worry if you can't make it live, but you should make it live. So you can ask me questions live on this webinar. It's me live teaching you something. Um, it's very fun. We have a lot of fun. We laugh. We might do a little chair dancing to some of my favorite songs. And you will walk away from that webinar a little bit more confident about changing your relationship with alcohol. Okay. If you've been listening to the podcast, you've been getting my emails, you've been to my masterclasses before, and you're not where you want to be with your relationship with alcohol, highly suggest that you apply and join me to my apply to join me in my stop over drinking and start living program. I'm currently enrolling people right now. So I'm accepting applications in to join the six month stop over drinking and start living program. There's a link here in the podcast to go to a website, watch a couple of videos, read through the information and apply. There's no obligation to get your application in, but if you've been wanting to do this work, you've gotten a little bit of success. You resonate with what I teach and coach, and you think that you would follow my advice and you would show up for coaching and do the work, this program is life-changing. I'm putting a video together right now of a bunch of client testimonials of people that have joined the program and have had amazing success. And every time I watch one of these testimonials, I cry. Every single time, I'm going to be sharing it with y'all. <laughs> You're going to cry too. It's amazing. It really does work. It's life-changing work. It doesn't just help you stop over-drinking. It helps you improve the areas in your life in which causes the overdrinking in the first place. And you learn to trust yourself and you learn to honor your commitments no matter what. And even if you don't follow through on something, you figure out why and you just keep going. So there's no more of these stops and starts. All right, my friends. So highly consider it. If you've been here for a while and you're not exactly where you want to be, I can absolutely help you. And you get to be surrounded by a bunch of badass women who are all doing the same thing together. And you want to do this work with people. This is work that we I think you have better outcomes when you versus doing it alone. I coach privately as well, can be very effective, works great, but putting yourself in the room with a bunch of women all dedicated to working on the same thing, showing up like badasses, empowering themselves, sharing their successes and their failures, there's nothing like it. So anyway, click through, get your application in, and I will talk to you all next week. I love you. Didn't we